0: Welcome to the Sunday morning service. You're listening to the First Century Apostolic Church FCAC Summer Community 5, Ghana. We preach, teach, and lift the complete and unadulterated Word of God with genuine miracles, signs, and wonders taking place at every meeting with the Holy Spirit. Our aim is to follow the steps of the Apostles and disciples of the First Century Church founded by our Lord Jesus Christ. Get ready, therefore, for a powerful encounter with the Word and power of God, brought to you by Rev. Dr. V.C.Y. Edwards, the General Overseer of F.C.A.C. He is a seasoned man of God who is blessed with a powerful teaching and deliverance ministry. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. prompt for our morning church services. Your life will never be the same again. God richly bless you as you join us in the service.
1: the Lord. This morning we are going to hear the word of God as we have never heard it before. It has to do with the heart. The heart. Not your biological heart. But when the Bible says heart, the Bible is referring to the kind of spirit that is in you. Spirit that controls you. Your decisions, your actions, your emotions, your thinking, your aspirations, your hopes, the things that are important to you, all these things are controlled by your heart or spiritually, the spirit that is in you. Therefore, close your eyes, lift up your right hand, and let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. Lord, we owe you thanksgiving for every minute of today. For this is a day that you ordained before time began. And in it, Lord, you purpose. We, your children, must assemble before you in your holy place. Lord, you might descend into our midst. Give us your word exactly, Lord, as it is given by the Holy Spirit. Holy God, give us understanding. Give us humble spirits. Grant us to have the kind of spirit in us, Lord, that you have created in us. No other spirit. Holy Ghost, let your word come to bless you. Everyone that hears it today or hereafter. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Let's all be seated. We want to go to the book of Luke. Luke's Gospel. The Gospel according to St. Luke. chapter 19, verses 1 to 10. Luke 19, verses 1 to 10. And this sermon I've entitled, The Heart of Zacchaeus. The heart of Zacchaeus or the spirit that was in Zacchaeus. The heart of Zacchaeus. Luke 19, 1 to 10. If you are there, say amen with me. Amen. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector and he was rich he was rich and he sought to see who jesus was but could not because of the crowd for he was of short stature so he ran ahead and climbed up climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he was going to pass that way hmm. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay in your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, he has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today Salvation has come to this house. Because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Below you know, the story that we have just said, maybe. You have heard it several times, many times. Today we are going to look at it from the point of view of what kind of heart Zacchaeus had. What kind of spirit was in this man. Jesus was passing through Jericho. And as usual, huge numbers of people followed him. Some were following following him for various reasons. There were some who were the disciples, some were looking for some were looking for miracles, some wanted to see miracles, others maybe wanted to see who he was out of curiosity. there were also his enemies, there were some who were looking for a chance to criticize him, to condemn him and maybe even kill him. The bible says. Large crowd were following him. The same way as today we have many in the world who claim to be Christians. Christians. Millions of people claim to be Christians. But we're not all the same. And we're not all Christians for the same reason. Some claim to be Christians for different reasons. But in Jericho was this man called Zacchaeus. The Bible says, He was a chief tax collector. He wasn't just a tax collector. He was a chief tax collector. High-ranking tax collector. And he was rich. Rich. But this man sought to see who Jesus was. We're going to go into details later. He sought to see who Jesus was. So when he heard that Jesus was passing through his city... He went out to try and see who he was. But on getting there, he couldn't even see him because of the crowd. Jesus was far away and there was a large crowd between Jesus and where this man was. It was a very short man, so he couldn't even look over their heads, couldn't see over their heads. So what he did was to run ahead of the crowd. And when he, Jesus was going to pass that way, he climbed into a sycamore tree. So that he might at least see him as he passed under the tree. But to his surprise, and to my surprise, it has happened to me before. I didn't have to climb into a sycamore tree, but I was in a church. And the Holy Ghost just came and grabbed me by my trousers. So I know how it's like. So imagine, this one was in a tree, Jesus got there, thinking that Jesus was just passed by, but Jesus stopped, looked up at him, their eyes met. They called him by name, Zacchaeus. How did he know his name? Make haste, hurry up, come down, for today I must spend the night, the day, in your house. Praise the Lord. Say and told that I can only teach Unless this happens, you will not appreciate uh, what happened in the life of Zacchaeus. You you won't. You won't. the Bible says in many places, many places, that God doesn't look at your outward appearance. God is not interested so much as to how you look the family that you come from, how educated you are, how handsome or beautiful you are. God is not so much interested in these things as to the heart that is in you. What kind of heart is in you? What kind of spirit is in you? Lord, we have different spirits. Though we, we were supposed to have the same spirit, the Holy Spirit is one, but our own spirits differ. And the kind of spirit that you have in you goes a long way. Yes, remember, goes a long way to determine how far God will also go with you. Because if your heart is not right, you can't walk with God. And if you can't walk with God, God can't walk with you either. So God is very much interested in the kind of heart that is in you. And today, I want all of us to pay close attention to Town, Tessin, Michelle Camp. I discovered this many years ago and I've never departed from it. A lot of times I ask myself, do I have the same kind of heart that I used to have 30 years ago? Has my heart grown cold? Or has my heart become warmer or hotter? And I said, I pray my heart, Lord, help me. Let my heart never depart from you. Least of all, grow cold. Not even lukewarm. Grant me to have in me a very the heart of that Lord you you, you 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 see as a, a living sacrifice that makes you smile, at me that you look at me, that you smile at me. It's something that is dear to my heart, and I try that we have it all the time. When we go to the book of first Samuel, first Samuel sixteen verse seven, way back in the Old Testament. 1 Samuel 16 verse 7. 1 Samuel 16, 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him or rejected him. I have rejected him. May God never reject anyone in his Hey, when God says, I rejected you, you are finished. But the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the heart. The Lord looks at the heart. The same first Samuel again, this is chapter 13, verses 13 and 14. First Samuel 13, verses 13 and and Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. You have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For now, the Lord will have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now, your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart. And the Lord has commanded him to be commander over his people. Because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. Whether or not you are able to keep God's commandments will depend to a large extent on the kind of heart that you have. If you have a heart that will lead you to do foolish things, as we see here, because Samuel told Saul, you have done foolishly. You have done foolishly. If you have done wisely, as was expected of you by God, God will have established your kingdom forever. Look at what Saul lost. Simply because he didn't have the correct heart. The Lord will have established your kingdom forever. But now, because we did not keep the commandment of the Lord, God has taken that kingdom from you. And given it somebody who has a heart that is after his own heart, after God's own heart, church, may your heart be the heart after God's own heart. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. To have a heart that is pleasing to God is everything that is all that matters. Saul lost his kingdom, the kingdom being established for you forever. It was given to David. Because David, God found out to have a heart after he, God's own heart. And that's what made the difference. David also sinned. David committed a few sins, grievous sins. But God punished him, chastised him. Chastised him. Like how you chastise your child. But God didn't give up. Because he he continued to have corrected. You, You know something that amazes me? Even when David sinned, sinned with Bathsheba, David, look at this, David actually. Committed adultery with somebody's wife and caused the husband to be killed. Committed murder and adultery together. Two grievous sins. When God confronted him, David called this sin a sin to be written down in a psalm. Psalm. He wrote everything that he's confessing, everything that he had done, wrote it down in a, in a psalm. And those days, the psalms were songs they sang in the tabernacle, in the church. So this psalm was composed into a song. Called, it's all about David and the sin that he had done. How he had committed adultery and killed Bathsheba's husband. And they used to sing this song regularly in the church when David II was sitting there. How many Christians today... How many so-called believers, having committed a sin, even tried to hide it, when they are exposed, their reaction was to leave the church. They leave. They get angry and leave. How many of you, having committed a sin, will confess and then cause your sin as a pastor, compose my sin into a song? Let the media department sing this song every Sunday while I'm sitting there. The heart was the chaos. Just say amen. So, when, if Jesus is called the son of David, it was all for nothing. David had a heart, after God's own heart. Now, Acts 13, Acts 13, verse 21 and 22. And when I think of that, I say, wow, David, David's spirit, wow, David's heart, wonderful. Acts thirteen twenty one twenty two, and afterward they asked for a king, so God gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, for forty years, and when he had removed him, he raised up for them David as king. To whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my work. Who will do all my will? That's what made the difference. A heart after God's own heart. Why? Because he will do all that God commands him to do. Zacchaeus, as a, as a chief collector, was a rich man. He was a rich He was an official of the Roman Empire. Being a tax collector, he was a high ranking official employed by the Roman Empire. And therefore, he was a powerful man. You're looking at somebody who was rich, high ranking official, powerful. But you see, he was a sinner. He was a sinner. He didn't have Jesus. He didn't know God. He was a sinner. In fact, of all that, he was a sinner. And as a sinner, whether he knew it or not, he desperately needed salvation. He needed to be taken out of his sins. Sins were forgiven and we brought into the kingdom of God as a righteous person. And this is the state, the condition in which most people in the world over the centuries have been. Through other centuries, most people begin life as sinners, continue as sinners, die in their sins, and go to hell. Very few their sins, their cursed, purified, merely. they be saints. For these places are reserved for them. In heaven, just you and me, just like you agree me, me, say amen. In those days, in those days, almost all the tax collectors got rich. They got rich by cheating the people. Why? Because they were not placed, the Roman Empire didn't place them on a regular salary. They were not put on salaries. If you we were a tax collector, you we were not on a salary. You were allowed to collect as much money as you can, using your power and your authority. To collect as much money. It's not like say, 10% of it. No, no, you decide how much you want to collect. So that when you have collected that money, then you pay the proper amount, the percentage of the Roman Empire, to Caesar. The rest of the money you keep for yourself. And the Romans knew this. But they allowed it to go on. Therefore, all the tax collectors were rich. Matthew was sitting in the tax office. Can you imagine? Having collected a lot of money, when he saw Jesus passing by, he said, follow me. He left the office and followed him. He left everything and followed him. Peter left the fishing industry, followed him. You all left something behind. You all left something. Follow Jesus. If you have the right kind of heart, it doesn't matter what you leave behind, you follow Jesus. Paul said, The things that I thought, the things that I value so much now, I see them as rubbish. The things that I see, I I thought were so much now, I see them as rubbish. When, When Jesus called me into ministry and I was in Bible school as a surgeon, yes, I was working. But I was also sharing my time Bible school. Going to Bible school. We closed at two, two o'clock. I, I used to do only afternoon to night. And one day my colleague, my you know my, my, my junior doctor, junior doctor whose husband was a lady. Her husband was a pastor herself. She she had a, a, a pastor husband. She looked at me and said, Doctor, I'll come to you And What are you doing? We need people like to come and work. And you say you are good Bible school. Bible school. Bible school? For at least Bible school and come. Come, let's work our daughter. and say, hey, Rose, stop saying that. I know what I'm leaving behind. I know what I'm, I know what I'm, I'm gaining. Praise the Lord. May you all have a good heart, a heart after God's own heart. So, all the tax collectors, almost all of them, got rich by cheating the people. And this is how they cheat. And therefore. The people also hated them. People hated them. Everyone hated them. So when they said tax collector, then you were, you were equated with a sinner, especially if you were a Jew, and Zacchaeus was a Jew. He wasn't a him. He was one of them who had not appeared betrayed all people, defected to the Roman to the Roman side, and extorting money giving to caesar and pocketing a lot of it and theologians will say that zacchaeus the word they use of zacchaeus that zacchaeus himself odious or is his o-d-i-o-u-s that he was he was he was some. they couldn't stand him at all one of us you are now taking you've gone to the roman side and you are you are you are afflicting us taking our money and giving to the romans and enjoying the rest, whilst we are suffering, poor farmers, widows, and this is what we are doing to us, and you are happy. So, Zacchaeus made himself odious, loathsome, despicable, to his own fellow Jews. This is the man we are talking about. But he didn't care, as long as he was rich. <laughs> he didn't care. So, you see, Jesus, I said in Matthew 19, Matthew 19 23-24. Matthew 19. 23-24. Jesus has said, and it's still true. Matthew 19, verses 23 and 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, verse 23, Matthew nineteen, twenty-three. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Assuredly I say to you that it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And again I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. It is difficult, almost impossible, for a rich man to be saved. To be saved. And in Luke twelve, and in Luke twelve 20 twenty twenty one, Luke twelve twenty and twenty one. Hmm. Hello, Luke twelve verse twenty. But God said to him, "Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have which you have provided?" So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. God is saying here that anyone who lays up treasure for himself but having got a rich heart toward God is a fool. It's a fool. God is not against riches. In fact, God wants you all to be rich in the house of God. Hello? Hello? Because the church needs money to run. Without money, the gospel cannot be preached. Word of God cannot be, be spread. May God make, make each one of you rich. This afternoon we have a miracle service. And I'm inviting all of you, whether you are here or even in Papua New Guinea, I'm inviting you to join us in a miracle service. So Jesus said, anyone who lays up treasure for himself. But is not rich toward God. is a fool. Because what shall it benefit you? If you should even gain the whole world and lose your own soul. If your treasure, your heart is your treasure. But where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. And where your heart is, that's where you put your treasure. The two go together. May your treasure be rich toward God in Jesus' name. Say a better amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. (laughs) Beloved, there were as many as seven things. Talking about Zacchaeus. There were as many as seven things that could have prevented him from getting his salvation. And each one of these seven things was more than enough, was adequate to block him, to have blocked him from his salvation. The only thing that paved the way for him to get his salvation was his heart. His heart. Seven things were working against him concerning his salvation. Just agree with me. There are many things that oppose, actively oppose or work against our obtaining our eternal life. And many, most people have succumbed, giving into these things because their heart is not correct. You haven't got a heart that is after God's own heart. So any one of these things is enough to stop them. And keep stopping them until they die. And go to wherever you know. These things, I will number them. They are, the key of this case was as many as seven. Seven things. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Number one, his money or riches. Jesus said, it's hard for a rich man. He said, assuredly me that he was swearing by himself. That is true. His money will have stopped him. And wealth, riches, number one cause of many who just can't accept Jesus. So his money, just say his money. So if you are here, you are rich. they you have know, said that, oh, and people, you are, you, many of you are laughing, oh, it's, it's not a bad thing to be poor. Oh. Sometimes it's good to be poor. If riches are going to stop you from knowing God, then better be poor. Said, so, do you agree with me? <laughs> and I said whether and I said that whether you agree with me or not, that is a fact. You said said it. It's hard for a rich man. And you are saying that you won't be rich, be hard for you, okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. So his money or riches, his power, his power. Consider how many powerful people, power, those who have power, are able to accept Jesus. People who have power. What say power mean? They have authority. Celebrities, they are known. How many of them are able to come down and accept Jesus? That shouldn't be a problem. So you hearing me, hearing the sound of my voice. If a powerful person, is you I'm talking to today. If you agree with me, say amen. So in that case, it's better to be a common person than to be a powerful person. Do you agree with me? Okay. <laughs> I think this one it was unanimous. <laughs> and when it comes to the money then you say no. <laughs> Hello. Such <laughs> people are usually busy. They have a very busy schedule. Because to to maintain that position of authority, to keep on raking in the money, they are busy. They hardly sleep. They don't have time for God. They don't have time for God. Very busy. So, business schedule three. A very busy schedule. Business schedule. And of course, they spend a lot of time enjoying their money. They enjoy money parties here, attending invitations there because of their power and position. People are inviting them. So they are enjoying. Every weekend, um, they are here, they are there. You know, people visiting them. Enjoyment of their wealth. Enjoying their position. That's the next thing. In the case of Zacchaeus, the crowd. The crowd also stopping him. So in your case, your crowd will be those around you. can be your brother, your sister, your mother, who tells you, you've been going to church for too, for too long. You don't go to church like that. Stop. Come. You know, go once once every six months. It's okay. The crowd. You want to see Jesus? But he couldn't because the crowd. He so couldn't look over their heads couldn't. And the crowd, are, the crowd is always there. They will tell you things, do things that will stop you from seeing Jesus. Hello? So the crowd. And of course, his, his short stature. they could have stopped him. He got there only to realize that everyone was taller than him. Everybody was third and He was at the height of everybody's waist here. He goes, oh, let me just go back home. I don't think I can see this man. Let me just go back home. But there was a difference. The difference was his heart. And then, believe it or not, church, you won't believe it. But one thing that could have stopped Zacchaeus was the dress that he was wearing. Because what he was about to do did he, could he did he match the dress that he was wearing. It may sound very flimsy. But the dress that he went there with. As a rich and powerful man. Do you think he went there in Chalewati? Hello? Do you think he went there wearing a, a t-shirt? It must have been. Today he, today he was wearing suit. Shoes. Tie. Agwada. Three piece, four piece Agwada. capstan take clothes Hello. He was a rich man. Powerful man. He was known. tax collector. Maybe he even went with some bodyguards or, you know. So he didn't go there in a pure in hello. He didn't go there in sportswear. He went there dressed as a big man, rich man, important man. So the dress that he was wearing alone... Could have prevented him. Like many of you, unless you have the dress that is fit for Sunday, you won't come to church. Hello? Praise the Lord. You have to change your dress every Sunday. I know of a pastor many years ago, each time he traveled outside, if he was going to um, spend seven days, he had to buy nine suits. Nine. One for traveling out. That's for the airport departure. Then each day of the seven days, different suits. Then coming back, one for arrival. And with the other one, when you get to the airport, we change. The other one for the house also. We always had a suit, different suit for a pastor. Different suit for every day. One for traveling out, one for coming back and for him in the right home. Anything short than that, then he won't go at home. Praise the Lord. So even the dress that he was wearing could have been a hindrance. But because of the kind of heart that Zacchaeus had, say heart, say spirit, none of this, none of these things, none of these things Was allowed to stand in the way. Because he. Zacchaeus. When you go to the Bible. Let's go back to Luke 19 again. Luke 19. And we see a difference here. And I'm going to emphasize the difference. Luke 19. Verse 3. My Bible says that the New King James says, "And he sought to see who Jesus was, who he was, but could not because of it, of the crowd, for he was a short sure searcher." Your Bible, who has a different Bible? My Bible says who Jesus was, beloved. When you want to see who somebody is, it's different from trying to see that person. He didn't go to see Jesus. He went there to see who Jesus was. Hello? And that, to me, that's a big difference, if we didn't know that before. He wanted to see who Jesus was, not just to go and see Jesus. There are many who come to church because they want to see Jesus. But they don't want to see, they are not, they are not here to see who Jesus is. They just want to see Jesus, or even a church. They just want to see the church. Or do you want to see Jesus? But not who Jesus is. See who somebody is. And seeing that person is different. You may have been here. And annoyed. know it. Someone who was there for a long time. And he saw... The administration, people coming out of anointing and falling down. He was seeing the anointing, people falling down. He was seeing it. And so, it happened to him one day. When he when she herself fell. When she got out, say, said, hey, she has had a tear. Praise the Lord. When you want to see, you go out. Looking to see who Jesus is. Then Jesus also will manifest himself to you. And then you experience Jesus. In other words, the person, Zacchaeus, wanted to experience Jesus. He wanted to have an experience with Jesus. Not who he was with Jesus. But he wanted to see who he was. So when the woman fell and said, hey, there's on a tree. Praise the Lord. When the Holy Ghost helped me by my trust. When I said, hey, there's on a tear. I experienced the Holy Spirit. I experienced God. You know, and the the kind of heart I can see that far. To been in a sense, for empty years. You decided to see who you have an experience with him to actually get to know him. And he can see your heart. He can see that, that the kind of heart that you have. And then he also in return confesses to you. So when the king couldn't see Jesus, who he was, couldn't but I could see him, so I went. I know a man who tried to see a very powerful man of God in Nigeria. He tried to see him, and when he got to the church, was surrounded by pastors and and, the, and the bodyguards. Guards, we don't And every attempt to see the man of God failed. He went away complaining, and this is what he said: "I thought I was going to see." Minister, not there was cabinet minister. <laughs> it was easier to see a cabinet minister than for him to see that reverend minister. He went away. Like, that was the wrong attitude. He's of Then is that, I can't even see Jesus, but I'm here to see who he is. I want to have a chance with him. I want, I want him to to, to, to see me. Oh, so he is church. Heart, say heart. His heart won't let him go back home like that. His heart wouldn't let him go away like that. So, he is going to pass through this community. Which community? He has five, eh? And from five, he going to six. Then he will go to seven. Then he will go to seven, eight. He will get to twelve. So he was able to find out, okay, if I cannot see him here, he will will get to twelve. So, imagine this powerful man in his suits shoes, tie, everything, maybe with his bodyguard, he ran. He didn't walk. Bible said he ran ahead. How many of you do that? To run. So that, imagine, when he had left, after he had left where Jesus was. People in place, in the area where Jesus had already, they would see that he was running. Isn't he a madman? Hello? I mean, if you saw that you running, wouldn't you say, Bottom? Don't say. Hey, look at what he did. He ran ahead of the crowd. He didn't. want he ran ahead, and then when he got to where he knew that Jesus would pass, he climbed up into a sycamore tree. In his suit, I don't think he undressed. He didn't undress. In his suit, shoes, crocodile shoes, Santiago shoes. He ground up big man, rich man, powerful man, roman official, tax collector, labor sinner, ground up. How many people would do that? How many think of it? So as you can see him. If you couldn't see who he was, then at least you could at least see him. Let him just at least see him. No wonder. There is no wonder when Christ got there under that tree he stopped. May Christ stop for you today. It is not surprising because God is not unjust. God notices every single action that we take. Don't forget it. When I was in Bible school two years I stopped work as a doctor. Surgeon, I, I could have been earning about at least 2,000 cities every day. Every day I could have earned 2,000. For two years I didn't work. My wife took care of me. Gave me chop money. Gave me drink money. Gave me everything. For two years, I left the house, 7, 7 o'clock, 6.30, to Bible school in YSH to dance so man. Eight o'clock, eight thirty, class will start. I'll be there. And I never missed one day for two years. Not one day. Sacrifice. Others will come today, tomorrow they will not come. And they are not even doctors. They didn't even have SHS. I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what they were doing. You are telling you a pastor, they will come today, next day they won't come. Some will come in the morning, then afternoon they, they've left. When, I remember one of them, he used to say, always excuses. He will come in the morning, at, he will come late, 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, I said, oh, uh, Pastor, I should go and collect, collect his children from school. When we finished school, I saw him selling loto at Aka New Town. He was saying loto. In the loto, you know a very small. That was his church. That was his, his chapel. Saying loto. There. Praise the Lord. Two years. Nathan. Jesus stopped for Zacchaeus. Crowds were following him. He wasn't stopping for anybody. Huge crowd. This man in suits on a sycamore tree. Jesus stopped. Stopped. Looked up. Can imagine you imagine it were you? Would your heart miss a beat? May you miss a beat today. He looked up at him. That was not all. Then to his most shock, surprise, he said, Zacchaeus, he called him by said, May God call you by your name today. The day God said, when I was in Bible school, you know, I was so, my heart was so so you know, for God. I said, When I finish school, me and medical practice is over. I'm going to bury my certificate in the ground. God has called me. I'm going to be a pastor. God has called me. Medicine. People can die. I don't care. All I have struggled for length, examination, examination. Call Royal College. Ireland, London, wherever, my, I count as rubbish. Then God said, Doctor, I made do you a doctor. I said, ah, so, <laughs> I made do you a doctor. I have not asked you to stop. I knew why I made you a doctor, and I have not asked you to stop work. Continue working as a doctor, and I'll give you the grace to also do my work. And I was the first part-time, part-time pastor. It was a miracle. Now Perez. I was the first. Before then, before then, Perez were not hiring part-time, part-time pastors. They said part-time, they don't have time for God. So they're only taking full time. If we're part-time, you no, know, no. And I wasn't interested in you. But God gave me a grace, and they took me as a pastor. Even as a Bible student, as a Bible student, I planted a church. Churchy church. Before I even graduated, I had planted a church, and the church was serving. The church was full as a student. So they took me. And then, from there, Thema, a shaman. At one time, and the church said, they realized that even past her Using me as an example, can be even more effective than the full-time is. And I was not getting a salary because I was working as a doctor, getting my money. I was not making salary from the church. I was sort of burdening on the church. So now they came to realize that, oh, they never knew that part-time pastors can be even more effective than full-time pastors. So it was after me that they started to be part-time pastors. Church, may God take you as a part-time pastor. May your job, your work never hinder you from the work of God. Are you listening to me? Are you hearing me? Can you hear me? I Say amen for them. Amen. That's what I say. That's what the ministry side. Ministry side. Ministry side. made the ministry very easy. God equipped the ministry. We never lacked money. We never lacked anything. Land buildings. Now the hospital side, hospital side, the Holy Ghost was do everything for me. That treatment, hello, may God give you that grace also. Yes. Yeah, the no grace now. The business, you don't have to You don't have to go around. Uton, asan. both and not. you pray the Lord. Koko pray the Lord. May God give you that grace. Now many, many, I remember this case, many of them, many, this guy who came to me, he had swollen foot, painful. I was at a rich hospital. Painful. He couldn't walk. I looked at him, then I wrote, touched him. I always made I sure I attacked him. I for him. The guy went out. The next patient came in. Then he came in again. This man came back. Doctor, May I can't cry. I said, know I can May God do so so. As soon as I say, as I the pain is gone, my leg is okay. Look, don't I look at my sickness? Is afraid of you. The sicknesses be afraid of you. In the name of Jesus. But I knew, I knew. So anyway, they, they asked. "Hello. Do also know that great place plays on you." This man had the heart. Zacchaeus. Make haste and come down. So sure he jumped from the tree. This didn't even climb that, he jumped. For today, I must stay in your house. May today, but today, may he stay especially in your house today. In the name of Jesus. Zacchaeus had the right heart. The heart was Zacchaeus. And his actions, everything he did, was dictated, controlled by the kind of heart that he had. And church, when Jesus looked up at him on the tree, or in the tree, if God looks, sees her by a heart, God looks at a heart, what, what, do, what do you think Christ saw? Did Christ saw, that he was a short man, in youth? Or what? No. Christ saw... His heart. And that's what made you stop. Make God see your heart late. Oh, that is very important. If you don't have the right kind of heart, you can be in a church for 20 years. One small miracle may elude you all your life. Because after oh, all, God has a miracle. God has a miracle in your hands. You can't say that God has it. He has it. He has the power. He knows you it. Your father knows what things you have need of. before you pray, he knows you need it. He has father to give it to you, and his compassionate. Oh, this afternoon we're talking about compassion. He's compassionate. So why can't you get your miracle today? May he give it to you today. Amen. May he call your name today. Amen. But like the MC said, many of you, if you are to get that miracle today, you will have to be. I have seen before. People who have received so they not miracles. They could enjoy it. Many of them have an and they know it. Some of them even insulted me and left. Some came here almost at the point of time. of well, who? you? you? Well, who? Well, who? <laughs> well, where were you? Where were Hello? Thank God. Who is in here? Hallelujah. Somebody comes there with bleeding, bleeding, bleeding. Woman ble- with a bleeding problem. Issue of that happening. have been to many places. Many places. No cure. No healing. can here anemic. As far as the dress you are wearing, and all oh, the body hair is gone. Ha, people are trying to push her down. And yeah, yeah, original, miracle says you are standing in your own corner, and then fell down. Then the issue of blood stopped. May God heal you right now. May God see the right kind of heart in you and heal you right now. Hello? Yeah. Praise the Lord. That's important. So Jesus must have seen his heart. Why didn't he say to any of those following him that, "Oh, come today, I'll stay within your house"? But the one that tree. <laughs> look at this, Oya Kotre, No When others were following him, when others were following him, and then because they had a the wrong heart, you see, to feel that they had the wrong, they complained. They complained uh-huh or, 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 or you are going to be guests in the house of a sinner you see the kind of heart that they had many of you also that's the kind of heart that you have we can pass about pa mandodo tembia on the aliens has a thing pass the bamiti to us you can come ampo we saw me home remember when, when he, one of the who started for three we were praying for somebody outside somebody who was overseas there was a, somebody in the church said, oh, We are here. Pastor is not praying for us. He's, he's spending time praying for those who are outside. Have I acquired money for anybody? Have they sent the money to me? If I want to pray for them, I know how I'm praying for them. But today, may we all pray for you. And may you also pray for yourself. You're not going pray for me, church. I uh, if you are a prayerful person, me complain whether I pray for you or not. Because you have, you have prayed before coming. Hello. just a couple of two hands for Jesus. <clears throat> All because he wanted to see who Jesus was. And in fact, he was not denied. He was not denied that desire. You see, God is, God is not unjust. He was not denied. In spite of everything, now, he kept even more than what he expected.
0: <laughs>
1: God didn't deny him. God knew what he was there for. He was there for the right the right thing. He wanted to know who Jesus was. And God showed it to him. So now here was Jesus in his house. Hey, can you believe that? Hello? Hello? One day I think chapter whatever, chapter zero or half. I put a notebook that those who want me to visit them in their homes. Please write down your name, if you want me to visit you, tell me the day, the date, the time. Pastor, come to my house this day, 12 o'clock, stay for only five minutes. You just put it there. And I obey. Nobody put down his name. Nobody. So I said, okay, I myself will visit people. I'm a bad force. force. After about, about two or three visits, I stopped. Do you know why? I go and knock, 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 knock. When they open the door and they see, and they close the door again. Why? Now they are going to put the house in order. I have to stand outside for 30 minutes. Then they'll go and have their bath, polish their face, sit down, put perfume. Oh, Pastor, now you can come in. Now you can come in. I have been standing outside for about 30 minutes. There was one, one house, I was not doing that. The sister was fighting, fighting with her sister-in-law, the husband's sister. The husband had gone to work and the two of them, saw, you know, they were fighting. Hello, Pastor, are you with me? They were fighting blows. That's when I got there. So when I, when I called, 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 them, opened the door. Shh, the woman was sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Close the door again. Son, you sure went and told the. Now let's let's postpone the fight. We'll continue later. <laughs> let's put let's put everything on hold. Pastor is outside. Let's let's just find it. I, you know, you, I was about to hit you, so we'll we, we pause. We'll continue from there. Exactly from there. we just let me, let me finish my blow before we continue. What should I me. Mean? But I could see that the whole place was batter. He didn't have enough time to. So I said then she told me oh the husband's sister had been fighting with you know opposing, a whole lot of things. When Jesus had been there, what would he have seen? And I prayed for her and he said, Well, my could not tear she said sister don't have me. When we prayed that day, within one week, the husband his eyes opened. And he told his sister to go back to the family, and that's how the sister left. And this our sister now got peace in her marriage, peace in her marriage. But they were fighting. Fighting wouldn't have solved the problem. She would have ended up with a broken nose. Now we wait here. Fighting wouldn't have solved the problem. Hello, praise the Lord. So now the chaos. Got more than what he asked for. Jesus was in his house. So, now, he received Jesus into his house. And by that means, into his heart. You see, the heart was ready. The heart was ready. So, Jesus coming physically into his house. Also spiritually, Jesus knew. he knew this guy's heart is ready. Ready for God. Ready for salvation. So he stood up. And full of repentance, remorse, regret, he said, "Lord, half of my goods, all that I have, I give to the poor. I give to the kingdom. When you give to the poor, give to somebody, anybody. You're going to the kingdom. When you give to a sister, brother, you are going to the kingdom. Half of my goods, half of his riches, he gives to. How many people do that? You see? They would rather test for. They would say Jesus, right now now, they with them buy." The only thing is what they can get. What they can. And then he said, And if I have disorder anybody by false accusation, if I have, Jesus, I have restored food. For food. Beloved, you see, when you have the right heart, and you understand things properly, and Christ has come into your heart, the evidence, there is always evidence. And I can see it. There is evidence. I can see those who are here for their miracle to go away, and those who have come seeking to know who Jesus is, to have an experience with Jesus and walk with him, I can see, most us I can see. I can tell. Therefore, I don't, sort of, um, try to in part will be asked, unless you see that, you have kind of had, before I get close to you. Hello? and if someone says I get close they, they disappoint me but I'm human, I can't learn everything so now this man gave a very very vivid clear evidence of repentance clear evidence of repentance Look, anyone who comes to Jesus who come to God and there's no clear there's no demonstrable Something that he himself can see, other can see, that this person, this day, did this, did this, as, evidence, of his or her faith, but we just came, we gave nothing, but like you always want to take, we gave nothing, no sacrifice, didn't make any sacrifice, nothing at all, didn't give anything, today, may you give something, may you give something, we are not talking about money, not talking about proper, you're not talking about anything about may you give of yourself. In that way, may you now have a right kind of heart. That's what it is this all meant to be. May God give you the right kind of heart today. In the name of Jesus. Those who have been here, they have the right kind of heart. This place will now be over, overflowing to the seat. By now, this church will be overflowing to the But my ministry is not a ministry of, of crowds. Crowds are following Jesus. are the only mind in them. They are following Him. The ministry that God has given me is not ministry of crowd. And I always say, and I'll say it here, all those who are listening, in the, in the church, in this church, in this church, we have thousands, thousands of people, thousands. Church, <laughs> that church is not, cannot be a hot church. The Holy Ghost is not there. Or if it's there, so it's there for some people. When we have a church, some pastor puts 10,000 uh, capacity, 20,000, so what? Ten thousand. We were only ten. Ten pen air courage. and the priests are happy because offering is big. Tithes are big. They can put up big buildings, cathedrals, big buildings. Twenty thousand cars, thousands of cars, and so what? Because I went before God and I said, Lord, I know you called me. You called me by name. You called me. I heard your voice. You called me, like you called Elijah and Elisha. You called me. How come my church is so small? I don't have a mega church. And God said, Hey, doctor. This is what God said. The way I'm walking with you, that is how I work with those that are genuinely called and they are faithful. Those that are faithful, that I work with them. I call somebody, they are not faithful. After a while, they go after their own desire, their own ways. But the way I'm working with you is the way I work with all those that are called and also are responding to my call faithfully many with papa. I, to say, God, I, was, I was thinking by now I should have been church of thousands. So when I'm coming and say yeah or no, but no and I come to the church and I carry my own Bible. I carry my own Bible. I don't, have I, my Bible. I, don't have my, I don't have a driver. I done myself. I, I I can stop by the roadside, buy cocoa in kapa ni me. kate. I buy kokoju in kate. Nobody knows me. Nobody knows that I was going to buy, uh, pay my uh, this thing. Uh, what you call prepaid? Buy prepaid. And then uh, I saw a certain man of God who comes on TV, popular. He, he also came in. Then when he came, I said, oh. he said, oh, who said, hey, they, they bypassed me. Hey, hey, they were shaking hands. He said, huh, wouldn't be to little Do you agree with me? Yeah. Then I say, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I like it that way. Because then, you see, and I I said I told my wife, if we had to be like that, five o'clock, I said, oh, yes, you can't sleep. I told Mary, you can't sleep. And after five, they come call my like one Five o'clock, they will land up in front of my heart. And me I the am Oh, Temptation, praise the Lord. No, no, no. If God wants to make me that way, God will protect me. He will know it. But I'm not going to force myself to become like that. Church, may you have the right kind of heart. Clap your hands for Jesus. When you get to the point where you you now become so big, so huge, you start preaching that even polygamy is correct in the church. Don't say, somebody is now saying that now polygamy should be allowed in the church. And I couldn't believe it. So I watched the video and it's correct. In Ghana here. An Archbishop, a bishop, is saying that David was polygamous. Um, Abraham was polygamous. Jacob was polygamous. All the people who read about big men in the, church, in, in the Bible were polygamous. So polygamy is not a sin. He's a very foolish man. Oh yes, the Bible calls people fools. When he says something that again, the you are a fool. He's a very foolish man. He's preaching the doctrine of demons. You should be very careful. Imagine if I had five wives in this church. Hello, think of it. Imagine I had five wives in this church. And if I can have five wives, I have 25 girlfriends in this church. Can I stand here and preach? Does it make sense to you what he's saying? How many of you are watching the video? You are not what yeah, oh we'll play the video here while they're trying if I have five words in this church. Can I say what I'm saying now? They shouldn't think that they can because of where they have reached, they have the authority to, to say what they no no, you should say what the, what God is saying. honor Pre- the unadulterated word of God. Don't say things everyone to hear. One certain thing, people will start messing around in the church, messing about. He's a very foolish man. Praise the Lord! Some holy anger has come over me now, and I declare it. And if he comes to me, I'll tell him you're a very foolish man. I'll tell him face to face. Praise the Lord! Clap your two hands for Jesus. So, Lachios was therefore able to do what most rich and powerful will never do. In fact, he did the unthinkable. He said that he did something that was unthinkable. He behaved like a madman. Like a madman. And therefore, he got more than what he even longed to, to have. And he proved it by what he did. Giving half of his goods to the poor and then anyone that you are wrong you will restore fourfold now when you go to the book of Numbers this is what we call restitution let's go to Numbers uh, Numbers chapter 5 restitution, there's something called restitution Numbers 5 verses 6 and 7 I got very angry when I saw that video Numbers 5 6 and 7 and this is the same man who said that uh, the Catholic Church is the best church in the whole world and the one speaks of the Catholic Church, God will judge that person. To me, the Catholic, Catholic is not a church at all. The Catholic Church is not a church. It's a Catholic organization, not a church. Numbers 5, 6 and 7. Speak to the children of Israel. When a man or woman commits any sin that man commits in unfaithfulness against the Lord, and that person is guilty, then he shall confess the sin which he has committed. He shall make restitution for his trespass in full, in full, plus one-fifth of it, and give it to the one he has wronged. So, the law of Moses requires that when you defraud somebody, you give back to the person what you defrauded him. And then you add one-fifth, 20%. 20%. That's what the law required, but he said he will restore fourfold. He will give fourfold, four times what he took. So he, he even went beyond what the law required of him. Church, when you have the right heart, kind of heart, you do even what more, more than what even God asks you to do in the name of Jesus. Couple two hands for Jesus. God, Jesus said something. Ah, today salvation has come to this house. Hey, today. Salvation has come to this house. Because he too, he too is a son of a flesh and spiritually. Now he has And biological. Today, salvation has come to this house. He say to Zacchaeus. To, to, to this house. That means the whole house. Whole house. Your house. What about your house? Make sure. At least your wife, your children, your husband, your children, grandchildren, uh salvation of received. Let it be, let they all partake. Don't leave anybody behind. Don't leave anybody behind. Don't go it alone. Never go it alone. If you know this version and what it is, be sure that your entire household become partakers of the salvation. Galatians, in conclusion, Galatians 3. Galatians 3 verses 7 to 9. In conclusion, Galatians 3. Seven to nine. Therefore, I would say, "Amen." Galatians to the three, verse seven to nine. Therefore, I mean that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. Only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And Scripture says that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preach the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, "You." All the nations shall be blessed. Mm. So Abraham was preached to. In you, all the nations are blessed. You know there are no churches. So then, nine, are blessed with believing Abraham. May, according to your faith, may you be blessed today. According to your faith, may God. Then we go to James chapter two, and we may understand why maybe. Zacchaeus did what he did. James 2, he brings us to the New Testament. James two, seventeen twenty two. James two, seventeen. 17. also faith. James 2, verse 17. That's also faith. This I want you to get it. Okay. Faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. If it does not have works, is dead. But say, you have faith. Show me faith without faith. And I'll show you my faith by my works You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, oh, foolish man? Church, is that in your Bible? Is the world foolish in your Bible? Is that your Bible or only my Bible? Yes or no? Only one person said yes. You don't want you don't want to see well foolish, even because you are uh... verse twenty, verse twenty. But do you want to know, oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works, and by works faith was made. Perfect. So we can say in a nutshell that though Zacchaeus was a, an evil, wicked tax collector, he knew what faith was. And his heart, out of faith, did what? He did works of faith. Though he was an evil, wicked man, a thief. But by his works, what he did. Prove that you have faith. So you see, some faith, rather, faith and works, they go together. By works, faith is perfected. the two man goals. We can do a faith, works of faith, and not get it. Or out of your faith, you do works of faith. Together. And they perfect each other. May works and faith be perfected in you too. In the name of Jesus. You can have to take your faith. And you have no works. Even what i are talking about, they are foolish man. You don't know what i are talking, talking about. I am always like oh my, my my wife I had to hear a message. This message God gave to me the whole day yesterday. I, I started about seven o'clock, I didn't finish until about one p.m. and I was tired, I was exhausted. Then we had something to do. When it was ten o'clock, I had not I received a message for God. I it down ten o'clock, ten p.m. I said, let me just go and sleep. My breath. when you come. I come so damaged. You come so damaged. but I said, no. But if I sleep now, when am I going to pray message? So, we did. Uh, we Yeah, We have to, you see, you have to, you have to work. He got up. I went to the study, locked the door inside. I didn't finish until 1.30 a.m. I went to message for this afternoon. Miracle service. that Your God will visit you. This afternoon, your God will visit you. So when I wrote it, I finished at one thirty. then suddenly I felt some calm. come for me. I, I felt some peace. Now I was able now to go, lie down. And even though I didn't, I didn't before I was sleeping, I slept like a log. Praise the Lord. Faith and works. Zacchaeus, what he did, was a very, very perfect example of works, proving faith. And through that, by faith, he was saved. He and his household. He and his household. In Jesus' name, the heart of Zacchaeus. Amen. Amen. That's what we want for Jesus. Let you on our feet. We are going to pray one simple prayer. All of us today, we have miracles. We close at 11:30 or 12 o'clock. Later 12, that we can pray for the miracle service. But we're going to pray one simple prayer. So, David and uh, Ellen, I'm happy that you're here today to hear this word. You are coming to give thanks to God. You have many years ahead of you, many years you have at least, two of you have at least 150 years ahead of you. Praise the Lord. And all that time, you see your children, 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 children to the sixth generation, and you will still be looking as young as you are looking now. Not be like this. You, know, you will still be looking as young as you are looking now. Praise the Lord. Let it have be in you. All oh, you have a heart in you then Jesus will be holding your hand and her hand together. Things will change. Things will start to block you. So what they want to travel outside. And We are in New York. Eh? And the a pastor who wants me to, to New York. He wants to invite you. He's, in, uh, eh? he's in Dallas. He wants to invite me to come and preach in his church in Dallas. Dallas is in the U.S. Some of you don't know Dallas in the U.S. And he said, when I, when I can, he will take me to go and see New York. He said, hey, New York. He said, a should it, I'm going go shoot me. i going to go. Then he said, I'm from New York. He will take me to Chicago. He Chicago, there. Hey. He said, okay, my boy. I said, okay, I'm West. So you are going to God. you are going to live. God is the one who can keep you. And God will look at your heart. Let not your heart become dull. Don't let it grow cold. Let your heart get hotter and hotter. Maybe the church that you are in, the church may be lukewarm or even cold. If you let that God make that church hot in the name of Jesus. Because of you, God will make that church hot. And if the church already hot, because of you, may God make the church hotter in the name of Jesus for each and every one of us. We are going to pray. Thank God for today's word. And ask God to create in us. God to create by all mercy grace. Create me, Lord, a heart after your own heart. Happy. Mold my heart. Lord, refine, renew my heart. That my heart will be a heart after your own heart. That it may please you all the days of my life. Church, open your mouth and pray this prayer with me. Father God, we thank you for this message. We thank you for your word.
0: Lord we thank you for your presence, we thank you for anointing. we thank you for all the Lord that you have given us to. We do with our Lord, we do that to Lord. And that is In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Heba Ba Ya Ba Ya
1: Lord,
0: no, the world is and it is life. The world is it is life la va a la
1: nueva la va la 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 nueva Ya by faith, I believe that God has heard your prayer. That right now God has given you that heart that you have asked for. It means that you are now ready to receive from God. So now you have to pray for yourself. Whatever it is that you want God to do for you. I believe that now God looking at you can see a new heart in you. A heart that is ready to receive. And as you pray, God may call by your name and give you that thing that you are asking him for now pay for yourself make your request Go to God begin to pray now begin to
0: pray now begin
1: to pray now <laughs> <laughs> Blessed be the name of the the
0: name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be 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 Thank you for joining us for the Sunday morning's Bible study and sermon. We believe you have been blessed by the word. Join us same time next Sunday and have a blessed week.